Welcome to Two Assholes Stating Their Opinions. I'm Amanda. I'm Brady. And this, we tricked you, this is Panda Talks. Welcome back, everyone, welcome back. I'm your host, Panda, and again, this is Brady joining me, and today we are doing episode number two of our Halloween Spectacular Special. Spooktacular, you're missing it. Spooktacular, it's extravaganza. Um, and today we are giving our spooky Halloween movie recommendations. So let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Grab your drinks, kick back, and let's get talking. All right, Brady, what are you drinking tonight? I got my favorite Mountain Dew. What do you have? I have my favorite tea. Milk. Oh, I have a nice vanilla chai my favorite and controversial I put my cream in before the tea before the water and I do that because I'm a sucker for lattes and it's my sorry attempt to try and steam my milk people I, can't see you nodding it's just dead air I didn't know that I'm not I will be honest I do not know anything about tea culture it is a huge debate, and it actually goes back to, I just learned this, but I can't remember which way it goes, but like, um, the porcelain, the china, like the cheaper stuff would crack and break under like the heat, mm -hmm. and so you'd have to put your cream in first so it wouldn't be so hot okay. on the cup. So comes down to a state of if you're rich or poor. If you're rich, you could put your cream in last because you had the nicer stuff. So I thought that was interesting, but we are not here to talk about tea, although I could do that all day. Uh, we are talking Halloween movies. And I got my pumpkin spice candle burning, but I can't smell it. I can. All For I can once. smell is the nostalgic smell of uh, pine nuts and a in a burlap sack. <laughs> that's the hardest of, that's the most itchy of all sacks. <laughs> this is so nostalgic to me. All right, so uh, what I thought, Brady, I made a list. I actually wanted to not half-ass an episode for once. We'll see if my efforts go to waste or not. But I made a whole list here. I don't know if you got the chance to think of anything. I know you had work all day. Um, so, did you get a chance to think about anything, or do you want me to just take the lead on this? Um, I didn't necessarily think about movie suggestions. I've just been thinking about scary movies in general. Like, I was discussing with some people. I might have been you. I've been talking about this specific topic with several people all week at minimum. So, we can kind of tap into some of the stuff I've talked about while we're doing this, if it fits in. Okay. But a lot of the stuff was just stuff I've either noticed from my past or from other people's past that go along with horror movies that fit my recommendations and what I like and what I don't like. And Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, here's how I'm going to do this. I'm going to start off with a more air quote family friendly maybe you don't like scary movies horror movies jump scares you know maybe you have kids so you don't have that option so I do have a bunch of uh, Halloween movies 
And I've, again, air quotes, Halloween movies that you I recommend watching around the season to get you in the Halloween spirit that um, you can watch with kids or you can be a grown adult and watch it yourself. No judgment here. I know some people aren't, aren't into the spooky stuff. And um, so I'd like to preface this list, and I'm not going to spend too much time on these because we're here to talk about the blood and guts and the scary, but um, <sighs> holiday movies really bug me just for the fact that I hate that there's a movie that you can only watch this a certain time of year. Yeah. Um, so even though some of these I think you can definitely watch year-round, these are definitely ones that are more themed Halloween and get you in that Halloween spirit. Good? Yep. All right, so quickly moving through the list. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas is a classic, one of my favorites. Um, do you have anything to comment on these? Or you... um, I don't know. I'm just going to go through and listen to them, and if I okay. have something to add, I might add a movie or two. Okay, well. We'll see. Uh, Hocus Pocus, another great one. We are going to be the Sanderson sisters for Halloween this year, and I'm super... Well, and, and Billy. At this point, it's three witches and a zombie because you can't find a Billy costume and they don't make the sisters' costumes small enough for our girls. So at this point, we're three witches and a zombie. But our daughter is telling people that we're the Sanderson sisters, so... It's cute. We'll just go with it. We'll go with it. Halloween Town. I'm actually not a fan of this series, but I've watched Halloween Town High enough now that I I have it memorized backwards and forwards. Maybe not that good, but I've watched Halloween Town High quite a lot because I was an extra in that movie. So I kind of feel like I got a humble brag and point myself out to people. Well, I'm wondering if, because my family loves Halloween Town, but we also grew up with Halloween Town. Like, I remember the first Halloween Town movie premiere and then the second one and I actually didn't watch Halloween Town High until I had met you because I think when Halloween Town High came out I was old I was into more horrorish horror movies. I think it came out in two thousand four. Or it was filmed in two thousand four. So, so it came out in two thousand five? I would have been in high school, so Well, um I just want to point out, and I'm going to plug my TikTok again because I made a TikTok about this today. Because of your awesome Father's Day gift, your nice TV, I have found myself in two additional scenes. So I'm inviting all of our Hawkeye Mihawks out there, listeners. No, Eagle Eyes. Cause yeah, that's I know. Hawkeye doesn't even have a ability to... It's a ripoff. Anyways, for all the I Spy enthusiasts... Go look for me in the movie, in the scenes where they're walking to the school on the campus. I walked there a lot, back and forth forever. Um, on the fairgrounds, night and day, and in the pumpkin. And uh, go to my TikTok, I'll show you what I look like. So anyways. In um, what pumpkin? Their, their haunted house that they do at the end of the oh, movie. Oh, okay. That's the one <clears throat> scene I knew I was in, but then when I was rewatching it with our daughter, I... I saw my little face once again. So that was exciting. 12-year-old 12-year-old panda. Nice. All right. So next, Twitches. I watched this one today and I'm not going to lie, it made me kind of emotional. I haven't seen it in forever. Never seen it. Oh my gosh, what? I wasn't a big Tia Tamara fan, so I don't really Who is 
Who doesn't love Tia and Tamara? You are... I watched Sister, Sister, but then I didn't... Okay, well, we... I stopped liking it. ...are gonna watch Twitches. I don't want to. And they made a Twitches, too. And they spelled it T-O-O, -O, which... Well, I mean, I, I guess they're right. But... Alright, well... Um, the Addams Family. Great movie. One and two. <clears throat> uh, Little Vampire. Another Disney Channel. We grew up on the Disney Channel, Channel too. I Disney Channel. I think it's just a Disney movie. Because I don't remember it being on TV. I remember that one, like... It's a Disney Channel movie. I don't remember it being... I thought it was, like, just a... Like, it came out in theaters. I don't think so. I, I don't, Maybe I really it did. I disagree. I have no well, idea. I was just going to say, we grew up on the Disney Channel original movies, too. And I'm not a big fan of most of them, but my mother is, so... Um, anyways, moving right along. Beetlejuice. One of the best movies ever. That, yeah, that one fits under the not... You can watch it whenever. It's not Halloween, it's just a... But it does get you in the spooky mood, yeah, so... Yeah, it's not scary. It's about ghosts and dead people, so I guess... Totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we can't go without saying Ghostbusters, the original, number one. I've not seen any of the others, but... I saw two. Oh, I did see two. I didn't like two, but stick with the original. And the new one got pushed into 2021, I believe. Ugh. This year. <laughs> Anyways, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Um, viewer discretion is advised. Don't watch that one with kids. Uh, I think it's rated R. Is it? Yeah. Um, oh. Well, it shows that, that girl's nipple for a while. Yeah, there's a lot of nip slips and, like, Grendel shots, but, I mean, I'm okay with it, but would I show it to our three-year-old? I think it says the F word once. Well, viewer discretion is advised on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that should have gone in my other one, but whatever. It's in this list now. We're moving on. Next one, Coraline, the Tim Burton animated film. Really spooky, really love it. Book is traumatizing, and I love it. I remember the... It was in middle school, I think seventh grade. It was in that weird transition where, like, English teachers were kind of not reading. We had a cool, really, like, literature-heavy English teacher, so he read us the book. Some of that shit stuck with me. <laughs> Go read the book. It's awesome. Um, I'm putting Harry Potter on this list. This is one that I strongly feel is not a specifically Halloween movie, but I'll allow it because, you know, yeah, witches and stuff. But I'm going to say if you do start a Harry Potter movie, the appropriate date to start it is July 31st. So it's Harry's birthday. So you got to start it. And it's also our great friend, great friend's birthday. So it's just a great day to be born in general. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and uh, lastly, uh, rounding it up, Young Frankenstein. Uh, freaking classic. Anything Mel Brooks is great. I've not seen Dracula Dead and Loving It, but I can, I can imagine that it's freaking amazing. It's great. All right. So do you have anything you want to add to the... Um, I will add... To the softcore list? <laughs> I will add... Don't look under the bed. That one, it scared me as a child. It was. Is um, it a Disney Channel? It's a Disney Channel movie about the boogeyman, and it's about 
Um, so basically, as a child, when you forget about your... <laughs> what are they called? Imaginary friend? When you forget about your imaginary friend, they become boogeyman. Oh, I like that so, concept a lot. So as you just kind of move on and stop paying attention to your your imaginary friend, he slowly becomes a boogeyman. And the makeup that they use in this movie does not look like it's for kids' movies. Like, they have creepy contacts, was it super an long fingernails. Older Disney Channel movie. I want to say it was '90s or maybe early 2000s. Cause my, I think the older ones were scarier. Like my mom watched Something Wicked This Way Comes. She said that traumatized her. But then again, she said Children of the Corn was one of the scariest things she ever witnessed. And yeah, we had a kid just straight up pass out watching that show he was so bored <laughs> yeah it's i mean i gotta look for it on disney plus because i'm pretty sure I they have it i, I think it. somebody told me they have it but. yeah i think it was on after we watched halloween town high today it was on the recommendations but and i would say i'll throw in this one um earnest scared stupid I've not seen that one, but I know you talk about it with that such one, fondness. It gave me nightmares as a kid. Now I watch. I haven't watched it in, I guarantee you, ten years. But it's got Eartha Kitt plays a crazy old, crazy old lady. The trucker. Who? Is this the one? No, that's Pee Wee. Oh. That's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No. Ernest scared <laughs> stupid is. Shows what the hell I know. Ernest P. Worrell. You never saw any of the Ernest movies. You know I've never seen any of the Ernest movies. I swear we watched. Never. No, I guess we haven't. Yeah, we haven't never. watched any. Might have to get on that train with our daughter. Do you want to give her nightmares? We just got Cyberhead. We don't have to watch her that. Like, show her that one. There's lots of others that are funny, but I'd say that one scared the crap out of me as a kid. Um, there's one scene in particular where this girl rolls from one side. She's She's going to bed. She's laying in bed sideways, rolls to her other side, and the troll is laying face-to-face -face with her. And I, for years, would not roll over without tapping the other <laughs> side of the bed with my arm. Wait, Because wait. for some reason I thought if I felt him there, I would be able to zoom out of there fast enough for him to not turn me to wood. That makes sense. So this one's Ernest Scared Stupid, not Trolls? Yes, Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay. All right. Here, here. Let me think. Thinking. Dead I, I can't think of any other. I mean, well, I can think of a couple, but I I, a, I'm pretty sure they're going to be in the, the, the bulk of the podcast, so I'm not going to talk about yeah, them. Yeah, this is just the one that you can watch with kids or that are not so spooky. These are just, as I said, softcore. I don't know if that's appropriate to use, but I'm using it. Um, I think I remember watching Moms Going on a Date with a Vampire. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. My mom loved it like i said she loves all the disney channel movies i just have the theme stock song stuck in my head <laughs> i don't just, remember the theme i just remember let's the... watch a disney channel oh, yeah. movie no i remember the 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 um the vampire in that drove a ferrari testarossa of course you would remember the car he drove it was really nice um but that movie oh under wraps did you watch that one where the kid gets the mummy no, all I could think of isn't Under Wraps that uh, Christmas one that they filmed oh, here. There's, there's a Christmas Under Wraps, but no. 
The Un Hallmark special. Under Wraps was a Disney Channel movie. It, it was a motherfucking Disney Channel movie. It was kind of scary, like not really scary. The starting they start off with the slasher movie that's not really part of the movie, but that part was scary. But Bill Fogerbaki plays the um, the mummy, who most people know him as Patrick Star. And How old <laughs> is this one? <laughs> that one's got to be ninety. That was like one of their early ones. So it's got to be, it's pretty old. Does he talk in it or does he just he like goes, moan? Ooh. Okay. But you can tell it's Patrick. <laughs> He's got a great voice. Let's see. That's, I think that's all of them. All right. Here, here. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all on my list. Um, so I don't know. I got a lot to cover on the scary movies because I want to go more in depth. So should we take our quick sponsor break now or should we do it like in the half of this big old convoluted page I got going over here? We can do it now and then just... We can do two sponsor breaks. If just kidding. I, do, I only have one sponsor. All right. Well, we'll be right back. All right. Well, let's, now that we're back. Let's get in to the real meat of today's episode. None of that, none of that tofu movies we were chewing on. The real, we're here for the real stuff. And so I think, should, should we start out by saying I am a picky bitch when it comes to, well, I guess movies <coughs> in general. Sorry. I mean, everyone, I hope listened to my, our movies, uh, episode we put out. And... <clears throat> I famously said in that one, I just don't like movies. But when I start sat down and put pen to paper on, like, favorite scary movies, I found that I had quite a lot that I liked. Um, but, like, when it comes to scary movies, I, I don't like... I don't like a lot of them. I don't like how movies rely too much on gore. I don't like how they rely too much on jump scare. So, for me, it's got to be this perfect balance of it's scary... But not jump scare scary. Yeah. And bonus points if I walk out of the theater and I feel like I gotta constantly look behind me the rest of the night. That is what I'm going for. That's my criteria of what makes a perfect spooky movie. Yeah, like I'm I'm fine with gore, but when I feel I feel like when you rely on gore as the scary factor. Yeah. And and I like I get that there's a whole genre of just gore um films out there like texas chainsaw it was a big part of that and it worked for that movie but i just felt like i don't know mid like what 2004 and up maybe later well i've you... only seen the the original and then texas chainsaw i haven't even seen the remake i saw oh well, i saw texas chainsaw the beginning and it was 90 percent like him stabbing his chainsaw through somebody and then running it and it's flipping guts out the back. I'm like, this isn't, there's not like, it's not building any terror. Yeah. It's just like, It's like oh, we know man, he's he a maniac him. with a chainsaw. Yeah. Okay, so with that being, that laying out the foundation, let's get into our good recommendations that you should watch this Halloween season. And I'm starting it off strong with Stir of Echoes. I've been thinking a lot about this one lately, Brady. We need to watch it. I have been listening to Aaron Mankey's 
uh, podcast, Unobscured. Season two is all about the spiritual movement, spiritualism, and it really starts off and is heavy, um, at least in the first episodes, it's really heavy with um, mesmerism and hypnosis. And that's just been taking me back to Stir of Echoes. So for those of you who don't know, um, so it came out in 1999. It is rated R. It stars Kevin Bacon, uh, Catherine and Irby. I don't know Zachary her name, David, but she's the lady from Law and & Order. And Zachary David Cope. And what it's about, uh, this Kevin Bacon's character just starts to see go a he ghost. Gets, he gets hypnotized at a party. Yeah. Doesn't remember anything, but then all of a sudden he starts seeing a ghost girl in his house. Yeah, and um, come to find out, well, do you know what? That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. The little boy can see things, and it is just, it's a really good movie. It's thrilling. It's not like, I wouldn't say it's overly scary, but it does have you on your seat, and it does give you that little creep factor when you walk away from the movie. You do feel like you got to check behind you. It's, um, it's more of a thriller. More of a thriller, but, you know, I it, in my book, it's a good spooky movie. Uh, there is a trigger warning for some sexual abuse in that scene, so if you're got issues with that there is your trigger warning but all in all it's a it's a really great movie uh i think that's one of the first movies we've ever watched together if i'm not mistaken yeah i've always i've always really liked that one um it was one of the first blu-rays i bought but yeah it's always it's always one of those that you can watch with people that aren't necessarily horror fans because a lot of people get really turned off by the word horror but if you're like thriller Oh, I'll go watch a thriller. I'll watch thrillers all day. But so I think it's one of those that's not necessarily like it's it's very story driven and it doesn't rely too much on the scare. Like you care more about the people in it than like the backstory. Like you start to care about the backstory about what's going on, but the people are what drives the movie. Uh, beautifully put. Uh, moving right along. The next movie, this one was a big surprise to the both of us. It looked kind of like a B-rated horror film. Uh, we found it on, stumbled upon it on Netflix back in 2014, 2013, around that era. It was in our first... Nope, second apartment. Was it in the second apartment? Yeah, because uh, Cameron was living with us. We watched it with her and Johnny. Oh. Um, the Possession... This is, uh, it came out in 2012, it's PG-13, and bear with me, it stars Natasha Calls, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Kira Sedgwick. Sedgwick. Do you know, do you have any references for anyone? Jeffrey Dean Morgan is everything now. Yeah. He's Negan from Walking Dead, he's the dad from the new Batman movies, he's the dad from Supernatural... What else is he in? I don't know. You're the you're the movie buff. Yeah, and Kira Sedgwick, I don't know. She's in stuff. So this movie really caught us off guard and for PG thirteen, it was really intense. Like it definitely left like that creep factor in your back, you know, gotta look yeah. behind you the rest of the night and it's definitely it plays on atmosphere. Oh, atmosphere. That's the word I'm looking for. Good atmosphere. Um, and this is just has nothing to do with anything, but my, 
my best friend doesn't do horror films. So to watch anything remotely scary with her is just the best day of my life because she gets so cute when she's scared. <laughs> so uh, fond memory looking back on that. Sorry, Cam. But um, it's about uh, Natasha Call's character finds a wooden box at a garage sale and um, slowly becomes obsessed with it and it leads to, well, I don't want to give too much away, but it's in the title, some sort of possession. And... Um, like I said, we went into it. I don't know if it's because we went into it with low expectations, but it was way more scary than any of us expected it to be. So, I think it's it, it catches you off guard with the PG thirteen. Um, but yeah, it's we didn't think it was going to be that scary. Like I think I thought it was going to be scary, but I didn't think it was going to be able to actually make me uncomfortable the way that it did. Yeah. Yeah, it was... 10 out of 10, I recommend. Um, next on my list is... We mentioned this before, Shutter Island. Oh, to go back to the possession, sorry. Oh, okay. Just a little... I guess I'll add a trigger warning. It does deal with... Oh, demons yeah. Demons and stuff and possession, so if that... And children. If that upsets you, yeah, because the, the main target is the little girl... And we watched this before we had kids, so I don't even know if it would be the same watching it now. <laughs> we've di we've discussed in recent days how uh, just the factor of adding kids has, at least me for sure, softened me. Like, I just watched Twitches. Okay, it's a kid's movie. But just watching those little bundles of joy, like, cry as the shadow monsters after them or whatever. Uh, I could think it was my fat little chubba chub <laughs> sleeping in the next room. It brought tears to my eye, because... Oh, that's heartbreaking. Well, <laughs> it's a yeah. kid's movie, though. <laughs> Any movie that deals with that. I mean, Up. Like, I used to think Up was sad, but now Up, the first... Yeah. Uh, the first that, bit of Up. That would just, always send me into tears. Ugh. I used to think it was sad, but now it, like, is a lot worse. <laughs> okay, can we, can we move on to Shutter Island? Moving on, Shutter Island. Shutter Island came out in 2010, rated R, um, starring... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. And did you think I was struggling with the words? I was trying to remember DiCaprio's name. And Ben uh, Kingsley. And we brought this one up on our... What? Did I mispronounce that one? Why are you looking at me? No. Okay. I was just thinking. I'm so stressed out right now. Sorry. <laughs> Directed by Martin Scorsese. You yeah. don't have that written down, but I'll throw that in there. Well... Yeah, that's why I have you here to throw on the facts that I miss. I just thought if I got the top three actors, I'd be, I'd be good. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, we mentioned it in the movies podcast. I don't know if we really went into depth about it, but it's really, it's a really good show. It's intense. Uh, it does have a couple jumps, the, 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 the jump scares, but I say they're well placed and they don't rely on them really. It's got that M. Night Shyamalan ding-dong twist at the end you don't see coming. Maybe you see coming. I saw it coming, but because I've seen a lot of Scorsese movies. So if you haven't seen a lot of Scorsese movies, then you won't see it coming. Is he known for twists? He just usually adds something at the end to change the way you feel about the movie. Okay. Right on. Like The Departed. I don't know if I saw The Departed. There's another. Hedley DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson... Matt Damon, uh, Mark Wahlberg. It has a ton of famous people in it. It's really good. Very heavy on the F word, but it's a good movie. 
Super thriller-ish, but also right. worth a watch if you like Shutter Island. Do you have any trigger warnings for this one? Um, deals with mental illness, probably? Deals with mental illness. There is a little bit of frontal male nudity. Oh, get over it. We're all it's, adults it's like here. A, <laughs> it's like one second because it's... I mean, I guess it's accurate. You know, you watch like old videos of the upsettingness that was mental institutions and 90% of the people are walking around naked. Yeah. Because the orderlies just, either they were understaffed or they just didn't care. Or, or I mean, both. I have a two-year-old that is, or a three-year-old that is impossible to keep clothes on. Yeah, she's naked a lot and that's just our life now. <laughs> so. Um, all right. So, uh, next on my list, and this one's going to kind of get backlash, I understand. But you know what? I liked the movie. Crimson Peak. This movie was a breath of fresh air for me. It came out in 2015. It is rated R, but like I mentioned, about 2015-ish, I feel like is the height of the, we're relying solely on jump scares and gore aspect of all horror movies. So when we went to see this movie, did it, I don't think it had a lot of gore in it, but it definitely had a few jump scares, but it was 100% atmosphere and a good creep vibe. Uh, I wasn't really into the incest. That made me want to vomit a little bit. But Spoilers. That's the trigger warning on this movie. But um, it was pretty good. Yeah, I remember I watched an interview about it. And it was it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. Um, I can't remember the girl's name in it. But it's... Oh, I didn't look up the actors because it had Tom... Tom Hiddleston is, oh. the, is the main. And we unfor we had the unfortunate pleasure of viewing it with like three 15-year-old girls in front of us at the theater. And, you know, I was 15 once, but and, and I definitely like went and saw movies that had like my actor crush in it. But at no point in my life did I just, oh, he's on the screen, he's so hot. And I just felt bad for them because I was like, do you know what you walked into or did you just come here because Loki's on the screen? Like, yeah. So, oh, I was so pissed. <laughs> so Del Toro directed the movie and he made it, like he designed pretty much everything. The ghosts in the movie are some of the best I remember seeing. They're very memorable. I don't know if you remember them. <laughs> they look like... <laughs> Very memorable. I don't well, remember that. Well, I looked at your face and your face was like puzzled, but they look like skeletons with like little shrouds over the top, like, but they're very see-through. So it's like a weird skeleton with a shroud over the top. Awesome. The ghosts are amazing. The house they designed to make it look like a trap. So like if you look at certain traps that go in and then there's like points pointing in wasn't Venus flytrap also in, like yeah. brought up? Like it looks like it, like it's alive, almost like a Venus flytrap. Yeah, so it has a lot of points going. So you look up at one point because the the roof is missing in part of the house, like it's in disrepair, and there's just a lot of points everywhere closing in. So it looks like a trap, but it's really good. I guess a trigger warning: something bad happens to a dog. I know people care about that. <laughs> I don't, but... You're so, going to get people to hate my podcast. Stop I'm with not. your anti-animal Okay, antics. so I knew... I didn't say I'm anti-animal. I always but said... But you said you don't like animals. I knew a girl that 
she would watch a movie, and if anything happened to an animal, she instantly hated the movie. And I'm I like, I thought the dog survived. Spoilers, I don't. It doesn't. And <laughs> um, I thought it did. I so, thought it made it out there okay. I was rooting for it. <laughs> I don't think it does, but um, I asked the same girl. I'm like, well, what if somebody dies in the movie? And she's like, I don't care. Why would I care? And I'm like. You're kind of a hypocrite, but that's fine, whatever, you know. So I understand. I'm like, if anything dies in a movie, it's meant to die in the movie, and I know that it didn't die in real life. So that if, well, that's not always. In old movies, I'm, I've heard of real animals dying to make the movie, but I don't, if that triggers you, then avoid it, I guess, because I brought that up with her, and she was very upset with it. Okay, now that everyone's unsubscribe to my podcast for forever let's go to the next movie it i hate that title because it just sounds like i'm not saying something fully uh the movie it and i am including the 1991 and the newer release although i've only seen movie one out of the newer release but it was really good why haven't we seen part two just because we, we just have a kid nobody, i don't know nobody has it we had to borrow we either borrowed or rented the first part, and I don't think anybody has the second one. And also to clarify, the original is a made-for-TV movie that was two parts. Yeah. So you can totally watch that with kids. It doesn't really swear. I mean, it swears a little bit enough for TV in the 90s, but there's nothing in that that you couldn't show now. Like, the I... new one is a lot more upsetting I would hesitate showing this to your kids because you could scar them for life. It is it is on the scarier side, especially for little ones. So I would not show to kids. I'm sorry. I'm disagreeing with you there. But the original uh, with Tim Curry is amazing. And the newer one was, was very good. A lot more intense and scary, the newer one. But, um, but I was into it. So... It's been out, obviously, since 1990, so I'm sure everyone's heard of it by now. Yeah. I think it's one of, if not the most, recognized Stephen King. I bet it's the most recognized. Like, you think Stephen King, I think Pennywise is the first image that comes to people's minds. Well, there's like Pennywise, The Shining is up there. I would have said um, Stand By Me, but maybe have my priorities no wrong? i don't know like i know a lot of people that have never even seen stand by me and let alone know it's from a stephen king book well but, i guess i'm weird then yeah so i don't know it's definitely probably his most famous all right <clears throat> um so the next one this is kind of a hard one for me because it is a franchise so um i had to look up the dates but I'm a real big fan of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, particularly the first movie that had Johnny Depp in it. I believe that's the one that came out in 1984. Rated R, how the Ernest Scared Stupid prevented you from rolling over in the middle of the night. This one prevented me from sleeping in the middle of my bed because of that glorious scene where Johnny Depp gets sucked into the mattress and then his blood comes out like a blender. Mm -hmm. Um... I, well, maybe we'll get into the story of my time living in my grandma's haunted house, but, um, 
I lived in a, I lived in my grandma's spooky house when I first watched that movie. So I took like all my stuffed animals and I'd make, make a body shape in the middle of the bed and then I'd scrunch myself up next to the wall, back to the wall, blankets over my head, burrito style, just my nose poking out. So no ghosties could see me and if something <laughs> happened, it happened to my stuffed animals, they were there to protect me. <laughs> uh, so, and then, so anyways, the original, you can never go wrong with the original. And then the 2010 version, that's the newest one, I believe. Yeah. That one was really good. I remember you showed me that one when we were dating. And I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I'll bring up an interesting <clears throat> an interesting observation for me here. Is I saw that one in the theaters. And it's one of those, like, it made me realize that when you see a horror movie in theaters as opposed to home. Like, home is still scary depending on the situation. But if you have the chance to see something in a theater, go for it. Like there's nothing quite like being in a room full of people that all want to be scared. Did anyone scream? Did you hear any like straight up screams? Yeah, there's a lot of people just screaming at random stuff. People... That would be my mother. <laughs> my I... mom went to see I Am Legend and a jump scare happened. And she, I guess, was the only person in the theater. Ah! <laughs> like screaming at the top of her she doesn't do scary movies. She, her words, she'll kill me for sharing this to the public, but her words, she had diarrhea for two weeks after seeing I Am Legend. And I'm like, <laughs> we're not cut from the same cloth. Because <laughs> I, I didn't think that movie was scary at all. I don't, I had a lot of friends that thought it was scary too, but I guess I was jaded. Yeah, I guess. See, my problem, we talked about this was... <clears throat> A lot of girls like to watch scary movies with guys because, oh, I'm scared. Hold me in your big, strong arms. But I had the opposite thought of, I'm going to watch a scary movie with a guy and I'm going to prove how tough I am to this guy. Needless to say, I didn't have a lot of boyfriends growing up. Maybe this is why. But I got, I had to not be afraid for this reason is the point I'm making. So, <clears throat> all right. Anything else you want to add before I... I'm sorry, I think I mentioned it's fall and I'm crazy, crazy dry in my throat. Well, and you're you're also talking for a half hour, so that doesn't help, but... Alright, well, let's let's get wrapping up. So, all I will say, even hey, though you said but... you asked me. I know, but you criticized me on talking slow, so... Well, I was making fun of you. Let's go, let's go. What do you have to say? Nothing, move on. Okay, I just wanted to add that... Um, out of the many, many films of Nightmare on Elm Street, I think my other favorite one is just for the pure comedy of it, is Freddy vs. Jason. I know it's not like gonna go out and change the world. If anything, it's it got into the more, um, like all the Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Streets. So it just kind of got ridiculous. I know this one's in that era of this is just straight up ridiculous, but it's a fun, it's a fun time for everyone. And who doesn't love a monster mashup. Well, I watched a thing about talking about those movies that basically said later in the franchises, they all started kind of going because they realized fans were more cheering for the, the monster than for the people. They were cheering, how is Jason going to get the guy next? How is Freddy going to do his next kill? Like, they just started waiting for that bit instead of being like, oh, I hope... You know, Johnny Depp makes it out of the movie. I hope so-and-so makes it out of the movie. It was, 
where are they going to go next? What's going to happen? No and one's so, going to survive. So then those movies kind of became, like, they were still horror movies, scary movies, but they kind of became more comedic as far as, like, like you watch, like, Freddy vs. Jason and then, like, Jason X and stuff like that, and they have a lot of funny bits in it, you know? Just, like, parts where you're like, well, that was probably more funny than scary, but overall the movie, I would say, is a horror movie. To separate it from a dark comedy, it's still a horror movie with funny bits. And uh, let's just talk real quick about, um, uh, oh my hell. I want to say Freddie Mercury, but that's not who it is. Freddy Krueger? It's late. Freddy Krueger. I mean, is there much more, something more terrifying than something that literally attacks you while you sleep? Because they... They take you in your most vulnerable state in something you can't avoid. Yes. So a pedophile oh. who attacks you while you sleep. Well, they they certainly made him that too. So, all right. So, uh, we were gonna do a movie monster one. We still might. Uh, I'm trying to line up another special next week. If that falls through, we'll do movie monsters. But um, I'll just let you know right now. Freddy Krueger's one of my favorite movie monsters because that's pretty terrifying. And fun fact, I don't know if you have it on here, Jason Voorhees is the only person to ever kill me in my dream. Yes, I died in a dream. If you die in a dream, you don't die. I, he murdered me in my dream, and that's the only time that's ever happened. Every other time I've been like a jump scare awake, like something's coming at your face and you hurry and wake up. He stabbed me and I died in my dream. Why would I have that written down? I completely forgot about that. I meant like the Friday the 13th if we were going to talk about Jason more. Oh, I don't have that one down because I didn't really get into the Friday the 13th or the Halloweens. I'll be honest. I've seen all of them of each and they're all good. Okay, so he recommends it. Moving on to our one of our favorite movies, your favorite movie. No, second. I don't. Hot Fuzz was your favorite. It's in my favorite. Shaun of the Dead. 2004, rated R, uh, Nick Frost, and, uh, shit. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Directed by Edgar Wright. Yep. Ugh, you with the directors. <laughs> uh, Shaun of the Dead's great. It, it's really a dark, it's a, what is, dark comedy? It's a dark comedy. But it's, I mean, for a dark comedy, it, it's really freaky. It brings the scares. It brings, yeah, it, it doesn't lack on that. And just, again, it's British humor, so... If you're not paying attention, you'll miss it. So I guess what people like my family won't like it. But, oh, I just... Yeah, if you pay attention... It's just brilliant. Like, I just... If I could sum it up, it's just brilliant. I love... I'm a big fan of one-shots. And they have, a like, two one-shots in that, don't they? Isn't that what it's called? Where they just shoot the whole time when he walks to the convenience store? Yeah, well, it's a long shot. Oh, long shot. I'm a fan of those. Okay. But yeah, there's certain things that I picked up on like later on watching is there are certain dialogues that they go through that are identical. They do them twice in the movie and it's the exact same lines, word for word, but in different, different situations. situations. Yes. Oh, that's what I love about it. But they do that in Hot Fuzz too a little bit. Yeah. Maybe not as exact, but... Well, it's the one kind of like you're saying where he runs into an old girl from high school and surviving she, she says to him how are you and he says surviving 
and then they run into each other later in the movie, and then they say he surviving. He does that to her twice, though. Mid-movie and end of the movie. Surviving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, crazy. Alright, so, anything else you want to add on Shaun of the Dead other than it's just fantastic. Go watch it. It is gory. It does bring scares, so... I mean, it's rated R, so I didn't really expect you to watch it with your kids. Bill Nye's freaking, ugh, a golden god. <laughs> yeah, Bill Nye. He's so, I love Bill Nye's character in that movie. Oh, it's a great cast. Um, and if you have it on DVD, watch, like, the fun behind-the-scenes stuff, because they did things that, like, I find funny, like, funny clever, but I would never would have gotten it had I not watched the thing, but they, like... Give people names based on what their fate in the movie is. Like, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Liz yeah. lives. I'll give you that one. But go watch it. See their, what their names are. And then are they going to live or die? What does their name suggest? So funny, clever, like that. So. Yeah. All right. So moving on. This is another, like, kind of eh one. But I like it. I thought it was pretty creepy. It's based on a real-life event, although in real life it did not go this way, <laughs> but it is called Haunting in Connecticut. PG-13 came out in 2009, and I think this is one of the first, like, real horror films I ever watched. Um, maybe not, no, I guess Nightmare on Elm Street takes the cake, but in my teenage years as I was trying to, like, buff myself up to horror movies, this is one of the ones that I started with, so I have that fondness of it i watched it with you i made you watch it yeah i watched it with you it's pretty good and i in this one as well i've been wanting to rewatch because it does kind of go back into again going back to listening to aaron Mankey's unobscured about the spiritualism uh and seances and stuff that comes into play in this movie so been wanting to rewatch it it's a good one it's I mean, has a really, like, shitty ending. Um, I don't know. Maybe a lot of people can see things coming in that one. I don't know. I feel like I have to defend this one. I like it. I think it's good. What did you think of it? I thought it was fine. I didn't have a problem with it. Cool. All right, this next one, I'm going classic, Brady. I'm going old school. I'm going to 1959 House on Haunted Hill. The House on Haunted Hill. I don't know if there's a the in it or not, but, um, the no, old... I've, I've only seen the 90s version. Well, thus this will be fun, then. We'll take each other's takes on it, but, um, this is the old Vincent Price film. I wrote down all these actors. I'm gonna be honest, I only recognize Vincent Price's name from it, but, um, I actually watched this movie when I was in the hospital with our last, when I delivered our last baby, um waiting for Brady to pick up our oldest daughter, then come pick us up from the hospital. Um, I was able to watch this whole, like, hour and a half film. It was so good. I was so into it. I just realized that we totally gave a plot for the first two movies, and then after that we kind of stopped. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I guess, I don't know. It's, it's that classic... Uh, this house is haunted, we're having a dinner party, and you have to spend the night in this house. That's at least how the old one kind of played out. I don't know about the new one, but it has twists, turns that you've got to look at it with a grain of salt. Look at it through the like the eyes of someone who lived in the 50s, because you look at it now, and the visual effects are 
garbage. They're not good. It's like totally a skeleton on a screen, a string, like, you know, someone's, uh, what's, what's that word? A marionette. Marionette, marionetting, uh, to walk. And it's funny to think back in 59, this probably literally scared the shit out of people. And nowadays we're just like, oh, I can see the string. <laughs> like we're so jaded, but it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. I'd suggest going back and watching the classic. Just, it was good. I really liked it. I'll watch it again. I think it's on Prime, isn't it? It's on something. We're going to watch it. So what did you think about the newer one? I liked it. I remember it freaked me out, but I was like, 13 or 14 when I watched it and it's got Jeffrey Rush as the um, Vincent Price character and most people know Jeffrey Rush as Captain Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean so he he looks like Vincent Price and he's got the little pencil mustache his hair slicked back um, but it was pretty I, I can't remember m most of the plot I remember they go to the party and they're kind of, they're locked in the house. Was it, was it the same thing, do you remember, of like, it's a haunted house and you have to spend the night, or no? I think they all got invited to the house and they all had like a, their own backstory and reason for being there. Yeah. That was all connected I, to the guy. I did miss the first half, well not the first half, but the first little bit of the house on Haunted Hill, the one I watched, but um, like it was enough, like I think I just missed the backstories, like it. It wasn't enough to, like, turn me off and not want to watch the movie. Like, I was still very much drawn in and wanted to continue, so. Yeah. No, I, I will say it, as a kid, it scared me a lot. But I don't know if I watched it now if it would scare me as much as it did. Okay. But it was good. Oh, but we'll have to check it out. All right, we got, like, four more, so let's get wrapping this mother up. This is a movie that could possibly be on the softcore list but I can't remember it and I know that sounds funny because it's on my must watch list but I remember watching like parts of it and stuff and I remember liking it um after I put Rocky Horror on the softcore maybe I should just throw this one on anyway I basically put it on here because I don't remember if there's, if there's naughty scenes or not but it's a uh, practical magic with uh Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman have you seen it no nope. came out when you were a wee baby, 1988, PG-13, and it's just Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock are witches. And I was hoping you'd seen it, because I'm trying to remember if this is... I'm pretty sure this is the movie I remember, but the scene that really sticks out to me the most is they're, like, doing a seance or getting ready for some ritual, and, like, these little girls are trying to light candles, and I think Nicole Kidman's character... I don't know, one of the characters comes up and, like, blows on the candle, and it bursts into flame and the little girls are like <gasps> like vigorously start blowing on the candles trying to get them to light and I just I don't remember much except for watching it with my mother and I liked that movie so I I guess I've more put it on here for me to go back and rewatch. but alright I guess nothing to say on that one mm -hmm. uh, so the next one again I know I'll get shit on this but it is one of my favorites um uh, Darkness Falls came out 2003, PG-13. Have you seen this one? Yes. Damn good one. Makes you... I think it has more of the creep factor than anything, but definitely it's one of those ones that make you, like, scared of the dark. It kind of had the feeling of, like, a... like a grim fairy tale. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It takes like a normal thing that everybody's heard of and then kind of tweaks it just enough to make it uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. And um, I'm trying to remember when I saw this one. Um, I must have been before then. Never mind. But yeah, definitely, like I said, it... Because of the, the way the monster is, the way they portray the monster. Uh, can we even give a plot synopsis on this without giving too much away? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's about the Tooth Fairy. Okay, there you go. I hope that's not spoiling. That's like but, the first five minutes of the movie. So. But the way they like portray the monster is like the light burns her. So like, it like I said, like. There's just so much panic when the lights go out and a character's fumbling for, like, a glow stick or something, you know, just anything, because they need to stay in the light. Like, it's like I said, that one, definitely creep factor. Well, I think I have a funny story to go with this movie, I guess. is So we watched it. Um, go it was me, my brother, and a friend who was like a brother. He basically lived with us for a while. And... We all watched it one night, just rented it, watched it, and it was like, we all started, it was one of those big couches that has three cushions, and like half hour into the movie, my brother and our friend had all migrated to my one cushion. <laughs> so, all of a sudden I look over and I'm like smashed against the side, and these two are just like huddled right next to me watching this, and I was probably like. 14, 13, which means they were 10, 11. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. funny, dude. So it was, I mean, at the time it was super scary. I don't, I haven't seen it. I've only seen it the one time. Oh. I haven't seen it since. I've seen so. it a couple times. And like I said, I, I mean, I guess I was younger, but um, I, I remember liking it. So I'm going to suggest it for you to watch. And um, yeah, check it out. Let us know what you think. And the last two, um, World War Z, and this was a book, this is a really good book, I, and I'd almost argue the book is better, but the thing is, the book is not the movie, and I know, like, oh, Harry Potter, the book and the movie's not the same, well, yeah, you'll obviously have difference, but these are, like, these are really two different, Yeah. I mean, they kind of follow the same guideline, there's a zombie out break and a plague but um but honestly they're so different but the movie was pretty good I enjoyed it I it's again so it came out in 2013 that was kind of the era of gore and jump scares I feel so and it was PG-13 so yeah it didn't really you know I'm just gonna say I'm more impressed with PG-13 scary movies than I am rated R and maybe that's why they can't rely on gore so they gotta make it stick with you in a PG-13 way. So, I don't know. To me, that's just scarier. Yeah. I will say, like, I just recently reread World War Z, like, two weeks ago. And I will say, they took a lot of stuff from the book for the movie, which was good. But I understand that they had to do stuff different for the movie. My only gripe that I've told you about is I wish they would have gave it a different name. Yeah. Um, because it just, like, two of the biggest points in the book, the movie completely just trashes. Yeah. So, it had a couple, like, two or three little bits that really 
went straight from the book to the movie and then the rest is it's not a bad movie by any means but if you love the book don't go into the movie thinking it's going to be like the book and if you've seen the movie and think you're going to read the book or if you're thinking about not reading the book because you've seen the movie don't do it read the book because it's so good it yeah. basically needs to be an HBO miniseries if uh, you wanted yeah. to do it right. Or even a Netflix, like, yeah, some like sort a, of, like, series. Some sort of series where they wouldn't have any type of restrictions because it is gory, it is gruesome. They deal with a lot of tough subjects that nobody wants to talk about that have to deal with zombie yeah. apocalypse. But it's super good, well-written. I think Max Brooks Max did a lot Brooks, of research yeah. to do that book. He did, because I remember leading up to, was it leading up to the book or leading up to the movie? He did a lot of, um, like, sci-fi specials around this time. Do you remember when we were living yeah. with my grandma and watching, like, it was leading up the history the of movie. zombies? And he went through, like, every culture that has anything zombie. And he's like, oh, the Middle East has the gin, which is kind of its own thing. He kind of, he was kind of right, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like. Oh, and they talk about the, what are those called? The hopping Chinese vampires, oh, I think he even brought called? up. I just was talking about them like two days ago. I um, can't remember either. I'm trying to think of Princess Jellyfish when they talk about it. Oh, I can't remember. The, oh, I want to say something with a J. It was like I'll stall John for time. Shi or something. I'll stall for time. I'll stall for time. But anyway, John Shi. <clears throat> he... I, I can't remember where he did that special, but look it up. Yeah. <clears throat> the Jiangxi. Jiangxi. J-I-A-N-G-S-H-I. They're a fun, like, they're a fun cryptid. Go go research fun them. Fun vampire zombie. Mostly vampire. But, oh, it is. Uh, it even says here, vampire slash zombie. Well, that re translates to stiff corpse, which is exactly what it exactly is exactly what it is it's a great one so yeah um last one last one you ready for the last, last one? one for you oh okay well it's a like an over an hour podcast but um i put down the sixth sense uh i'm not a big shamalama ding dong fan but this was a really good one it was a really classic like it was in his good era when he was making I guess, good movies. Uh, even though I just said I'm not a fan. But I feel like uh, 1999 was his... He came out with a lot of good stuff around then. Yeah. It was like right before Signs and... Yeah. Uh, it's PG-13. And, I mean, it has uh, Bruce Willis. Fuck. Really Joel Osment. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, I just looked up his name. Um, I, I don't know. I just... That movie has shit that just sticks with you. If you see it at a young age, you're going to be thinking about that shit till you're yeah. old There's and withered like me. There's a lot of stuff like in there that I couldn't believe was in a PG-13. Yeah, well, but. times was different. And that's another one that I think I mentioned before. My mother had always said, I'll always believe my kids if they see ghosts because of this movie. But of course, when I saw ghosts, she's like, you're full of shit, go to bed. <laughs> so she doesn't sound like that. She's not a smoker, but... um. So that's my list. I do have a section of, like, what I want to see scary movies. Was that our daughter? No. Okay. Scary noises. We're angering the spirits of our house. They're not happy with my movie choice. So why don't you give me what's left on your must-see watch list, then we'll go into my want-to-sees. Um, 
I had a couple that just kind of like that frightened me of stuff um, or some of them that were just good. I guess this one's not really a, a Halloween movie more on the it's just a movie that deals with certain stuff like Interview with a Vampire. Oh, I forgot to put Interview with a Vampire. That's a great movie. Super good movie. Uh, fun fact about it. There's one nudity scene in the movie <laughs> and, and we were watching it when we were dating and that's exactly when my mom decided to walk in my room. His mother, who I had never seen ascend the stairs or ever once in my life on that second floor, decides, I'm going to put away your laundry for you, Brady, on that particular. And walks in <laughs> right at the the only nudity part in the whole movie. Um, that one, there is Dawn of the Dead, the 2000... I'm going to say 2004. Oh, did we? you tried to watch that. We started you? watching. That was the movie that made me afraid of zombies that was too anxious for me we didn't finish it because i think we had a we had a ghost somewhere or something but i don't know if i'll go back to that one that was too anxiety for me yeah that one was super good um it's just it's it basically takes the old zombie. i think that was the first movie that had zombies that run and i was talking to some some friends the other day and i'm like i've there's two movies that frighten me two movie genres that frighten me i guess not genres Two subgenres in the horror one. There's zombies. Zombie movies have always had a way of getting under my skin, making me very uncomfortable because of the idea is basically something we're kind of living with right now is that <laughs> after this thing happens, life is not going to return to the way it was once. So don't expect it to. And then the other one is movies that have to deal with ba 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 the devil. Because oh. Because we, like I said, we, we grew up in a religious place. Um, I consider us still religious. I don't know if that's what people want to hear or whatever. But the devil, certain aspects of that freak me out. I remember watching The Exorcist when we first got cable. We were, I was probably like 12, maybe 10, watching it in my older brother's room. And it stuck with me for life. Um, yeah, zombie movies. Freak me out. Even the funny ones like World or not World War Z. Shaun um, of the Dead. Zombieland. Oh, I didn't like, even put Zombieland. Zombieland's a good one. Zombieland still has freakout parts. You know oh, the I zombies love are that still movie. pretty scary in it. Like you look at the zombies and the zombies make you very uncomfortable. Um, so even though it's a funny movie, scary zombies. So I would say, for me, go see Dawn of the Dead if you can. It's pretty gory. The cool thing about it is they found people with, I'll call them disabilities, to play certain parts. Like, one part you see a zombie missing an Do arm. Do you mean they found amputees? I think would be a more delicate way of... Well, I don't even know if they're amputees. They could be born without the body oh, part, okay. and then it wouldn't be an amputee. Okay, okay. Um, I, okay, go on. So, there's one point where this guy is missing an arm, and you're like, oh, they probably did green screen or make it whatever. No, they actually found a guy that was missing an arm. And they had him play the part. They had one part where a zombie is crawling across the ceiling and he's missing his lower half of his body. They found a person that didn't have the lower half of his body to play the zombie that's crawling across the ceiling. And the guy literally could do that because he had insane upper body strength because that's all he had. And so I thought that was really interesting. Um, but it's it's that movie scared the crap out of me. Even though I was 
17, 18, we had a crazy experience because we watched that for the first time. And then this is back in the days that these new kids aren't going to remember. We had to take our rented movies back. And it was like 11, 11, 1130 at night. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a school night, but it could have been. We ran, jumped in the car because they had to be back by 12 or you got a late fee. And my mom said, no late fees. We got in, headed to the next town over where the movie place was. Blockbuster. And the power was out in the entire town. All you could see was flashing red lights because when the power goes out, traffic lights just turn into four-way stops. So every light in the distance was just blinking red. There were no no street lights. All the street lights were completely out. And so we're just driving down the middle of this town and the only lights that we can see are this blinking red lights and the lights from our pickup truck. And that scared the crap out of me because we had literally just finished watching the scariest zombie movie I had ever seen. All right. Anything else? Nope. Just, just uh... Interview of the Vampire, Dawn of the Dead, and Zombieland are just your three? Those three, and I think you covered the rest. Um, yeah, I've seen most of the Exorcist movies, but they aren't... Nothing's quite as scary as the first one. Okay. Um, well, just to quickly wrap it up, there are um, a couple movies coming out that I actually want to see, which is new for me. But firstly, I'm going to start with an old, uh, the two old school ones I have, then I'll jump into the new one. Uh, the Shining. I've never seen it. Have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it many I'd times. I'd love to see it. I really would love to see it. I've heard great things. But, um, and Rosemary's Baby, again. I've only heard great things. Uh, had an experience where I was moved, found this, this wonderful new apartment was so in love with it. It was a time when we were trying for kids. I actually had given up on the thought that we're ever going to have kids because it was a, it was a process. And uh, someone told, like, a couple people told me on this uh, website I was on after I posted, look at my beautiful new apartment, so happy to be here. It took so long to find yada yada. And they're like, careful, Rosemary found a beautiful new apartment too. And then, like, within a week of moving in, I got pregnant. <laughs> And so all I could think of the whole time is, like, I didn't know the whole movie, but I kind of knew it was about, like, occult stuff, and I think the baby was the devil or got possessed by the devil or something, and so that was fun to think about my whole pregnancy of is my child going to get possessed, and uh, I just know, like, one of the one of the greatest, like, delivered lines in cinema history is from that movie, the... Dear God, what have you done with his eyes? Just, oh, gives me chills every time. I love it. I love it. So, all right, moving on. Uh, another movie I want to see. It's coming out soon. Brady, you told me that it's a remake of an old one. I have not seen the old one, but it is called The Craft. Uh, just about a bunch of witches that get a little too carried away with their magic, I'm guessing. I try not to watch too much at the... Uh, the trailer, but looks pretty good. I'm excited. Will you take me to it? Sure. You want to see it? I don't care. Don't, okay. It's <laughs> a good way of saying no, but I'll take you anyway. Well, you go see movies I don't want to see, so... That's a lie. I don't. I mean, you see movies that I want to see, but you don't. You went to Avengers with me. Did I? 
the first one. Okay, but or I was I was hopeful with the Avengers movies, and then after that, I just said nay nay. I know, but you didn't want to go see Infinity War, and you did. So, anyways, all that is true. That movie, anyways. And then the last movie I want to see, I cannot remember it for the life of me, and I tried Google searching it. Please help me out. It is the new um, murder movie coming out that has Vincent Vaughn in it, and it's like Freaky Friday and Hot Chicks if it was not hot, the hot chick, if it was... You want me to try Googling it? Yeah, it's Vince Vaughn. He murders a girl, and then, like... That girl wakes up in Vince Vaughn's body. It's the girl from Detective Pikachu. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and it, to me, it looks like the girl from Animal Kingdom. So now I'm wondering if that's the same girl, which I hope not. Because Ethan hated the girl from Animal Kingdom. She got what she freaking deserved. But anyways, I'm actually really excited for that movie as well. It looks really funny. Dark horror or dark comedy. Um... Yeah. Freaky. Freaky. I knew it was something like that. So I'm like, oh, it's like Freaky Friday. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to add to this spooktacular extra long episode? Yeah, I'll throw in a couple. That um, you want to see? Yeah, my friend Tyler, his favorite scary movie is Trick or Treat. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, is that the one it. with Sam on it? Yes. So he's telling me I need to see that. I've seen one scene from it, and it was pretty good. Um, the other one that I wanted to see was um, The Dead Don't Die. I just looked it up. It's, I mean, I remember seeing the trailer for it. It's Adam Driver and Bill Murray oh. about the zombies, and my friend said it was hilarious. That one I do remember we both wanted to see. But... So hopefully we can find that somewhere and we can watch it. And another movie I forgot to bring up earlier... 28 days later, 28 weeks later, good movies. Um, both zombie movies. 28 days later starts, believe it or not, 28 days after a, a zombie outbreak. Very similar to The Walking Dead. This guy's been in a hospital. Comes out of the hospital. All of London is gone. Um, doesn't know why. Finds out later they're zombies. And then... They go throughout that movie, and then there's 28 weeks later, which is basically 28 weeks after the zombie outbreak. They've got it all contained, but of course... No, they don't. Or there wouldn't happens. be a movie. All right. Um, so what are your favorite movie uh, Halloween movies? Uh, did we get yours on our list? Did we miss it? Uh, let us know your outrage. You can reach me on my TikTok. Twitter or YouTube under Pandaroo92, Facebook Panda Talks, and Instagram Panda Talks Podcast. Uh, hopefully, we'll have another great, uh, spectacular episode for you next week, and we can't wait to see you then. Talk to you later. All right, gang, we're here. It's October. We made it. And you know what this announcement's for? You've been hearing about it for a long time. I still want your scary stories. Yes, you still have time to write in. Because um, this is going to be the grand finale. The, the last week of this glorious month, I want to share your scary stories. And it can be about anything. It can be about ghosts. It can be about cryptids. It can be about aliens. Even if you have, like, true life scary stories with people. Because let's be honest, people are the real monsters. 
I want to share them. So, as always, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, or YouTube as Pandaroo92. On Facebook, Panda Talks, and Instagram, Panda Talks Podcast. Just a short message, DM me, whatever. I'd love to share it. You still got time. Uh, two, three more episodes, and I can't wait to hear them. So thanks, everybody. Can't wait to talk to you next time.